What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Live Well Die Strong podcast, where our goal is to help you live more fully. Today, we are trying something a little different with the content. I'm excited because, you know, we've been talking about more like theoretical and kind of like, not theoretical, but like deep subjects of like, uh, of life and, you know, goodness and living fully and everything. And I think it's all really important stuff. And I, I love talking about that kind of stuff. But today, I want to get a little more practical, right? So like throughout my day, I get to talk to a lot of different um, people, younger, uh, older, all throughout because of the gym, right? I've made so many connections uh, throughout the gym. And one thing that, uh, you know, I, I talk a lot of, end up talking a lot about is like people's goals and careers and what people are trying to accomplish, what people are trying to work towards in life. And people see us working at the gym and Margaret and I are now self-employed. Um, I have a side hustle that we'll, I work on as well. Um, but they kind of see that. And um, I think a lot of people want to kind of get to a point where, well, I mean, everyone should want to get to a point where they really like what they do, right? And they go to work and they're happy and they, they get to be excited about what they want to pursue. And I want that for everybody. Uh, it's my opinion that life is too short to do what you hate. Um, I, I kind of want to push that harder. And I feel like that's will be an interesting uh, series of like conversations we could have where it's like, how do we help people get to where they want to go from a, like a, a career and work perspective? Because um, we're kind of, a, you know, we're expected to, to work what 40, 50 hours a week. And so many people just hate what they do. And it, it makes me really sad um, to see that. Right. And <clears throat> It's hard because every situation is different. So there's not a lot of you know you can make you can make certain there's certain principles that apply to everybody, right? Um, but as far as like every situation and saying how do you get to a point where you really like what you do every day um, is very difficult, right? It's hard to get to that position uh, because or it's hard to kind of give general advice because every situation is so different, right? So I thought it'd be fun to build a scenario, build a situation, put myself in someone's shoes, right? And kind of explain how I would get from point A, um, not doing what I like to do, to point B, doing what I like to do. And I've kind of lived it because I went through all the crap, all the stuff I didn't want to do and working construction and working, um, you know, commuting to jobs I just dreaded or hated and Sunday night scaries and all that kind of stuff. And now I get to wake up every morning and not that it's not hard. I'm I'm grinding right now. I mean, I'm I'm up late and up early and doing lots of different things right now and and working for sure. But I get to be excited about what I'm building and about what I'm doing. So that is what I want to want for everybody. Um but like I said, I'm kind of we've kind of been able to live this transition uh, to getting to a point where it's like we're excited about what we're doing and excited about what we're building. Not that we're we're not settled settling. I'm not content. There's always more that I want to do and build and everything. Um, but I get to enjoy what I'm doing, enjoy the process right now, and I want that for everybody. So I figure let's start this interesting. Let's try, let's try some series. Let's try some situations. I'm gonna do one scenario today, right? I'm gonna put myself in the shoes of. Um, a young high school or college grad here, and we're going to try to figure out how we can get him uh, on his path to towards what he wants to do. And you know, if you guys have a situation, you guys have a scenario you want to do, let me know. Drop them in our comments, I guess, on like my Instagram. Shoot me a DM, whatever, uh, and let me hear what you know. Let me hear your scenario, and let me see. Let's see if we can try to like work together here to try to figure out, um, you know, how we can get to you to where you you want to go. So anyway, let's set the scene, set the scenario. Uh, I got this young guy named, we'll call him Johnny here. 
Um, we'll say he's a high school grad, right? Because this is not an easy scenario, but a very typical scenario, right? Fresh out of school, um, feels this tremendous pressure to get a full-time job and figure out his career right off the bat, but this kid's 18 years old, uh, has no life experience, no idea what is, you know, barely has any idea of what his personal interests or passions are, is trying to figure out life, is trying to figure out all these things. And here we have um, this tremendous societal pressure to uh, decide what you want to do for the rest of your life. And I think it's ridiculous. Um, and I, because I, I remember being in that situation, you know, being in, in college and like, here, I'm, I'm choosing my major um, and not really even knowing, you know, I was an engineer, right? What, what even is engineering? What are these different majors? Like, what are the different minors? How do these going to affect the rest of my career? And like, you know, this extreme pressure by the time I was, what, 19 or 20, deciding, you know, my, my major in college, barely knowing what my interests and passions are, like, with what I want to do, right? Um, and so anyway, and, and now true, and also like, you know, providing a tremendous cost, right, for tuition and all this kind of stuff. So yeah, it's just frustrating. Thinking about it makes me fr frustrated, guys. Thinking about it makes me, it makes me a little upset. Just like, um, <clears throat> Again, this, this this huge pressure to figure out what you want to do with the rest of your life. Anyway, so I'm going to say I'm Johnny, and I'm fresh out of high school. I like music. I like playing guitar, and I like, you know, maybe some uh, doing some tech work or whatever, um, and I'm ready to find out, you know, what I want to do. And so here's where the situations can really start to, to vary hugely, right? So um, my first thing is you got to start thinking about or I, as Johnny, I'm going to start thinking about what it is that I really want to do. Do I want to pursue music and creating music as like my, um, you know, my, my number one thing? Am I going to try to be an artist? Am I going to try to be pop, you know, have a following and, and release records and all this kind of stuff? What, what's cool is there's a lot more opportunities now with the internet and with all these really interesting things going on that you're going to be able, you can make money, make money making music um, much, you know, in an easier way in, in, a, in a certain sense than it used to be um, more difficult in other ways and the, the market is more saturated, I would say. But if you are good, you know, that, this all kind of predicates on you being good. You can be, you can be an artist, right? It's just going to take a different bit, you know, a different grind and some kind of uh, reverse engineering and some, some, some hacking here. Um, so anyway, figuring out, you know, what do I, what do I want to do? Do I want to be the artist? Do I want to be the support team? Do I want to work at concerts? Do I just want to work in music? Do I want to build electric guitars, right? What is it that you kind of gets you kind of excited? And if it's just general music, well, cool, because we can cast a wide net and figure out what opportunities come to us and then kind of always dial in from there. And that's kind of what I always think about, how I always think about these kind of things. Um, when you have no experience when you have no leverage i like leverage the word leverage a lot we'll have another conversation about what leverage means and, and how to build it and such but when you have no leverage you just gotta throw this huge net out and catch anything you can right um and you bring it back in and then as you <clears throat> excuse me as you build experience as you build leverage and you um become more uh, desirable if you will as because of your knowledge or expertise you get to be more picky and more specific as you move up, excuse me, as you move up the chain, right? And so I kind of think about the gym when I was doing that, when I was opening the gym, right? I didn't really want to do personal training, for example, right? I love working with people and helping people out for sure, but my passion did not lie in, you know, an hour-long session with someone, one-on-one um, -on -one session training someone. I 
I want to run the gym. I want to build a big a business and have those relationships for sure. But uh, do events and all these kinds of things. <clears throat> My passion was not pursuing personal training in and of itself, but we needed the money, so I did that. Right, I, I had to do kind of what we needed to do to make the money to to, and then now. I get to be a little more picky about it, right? I don't do the personal training. I hand off all our um, leads to our trainers at the gym now. So, as you build that, ex- you, as you build that, <clears throat> excuse me, experience or, or um, leverage or whatever it is, you get to be a little more picky about what you want to do. And so that's kind of the initial thing, right? It's like, don't be too picky. If you're going to be a beggar and, and just I want to work in an industry that I enjoy. Well, then you can't be too, too picky about what you want to do maybe initially, right? And you got to have, you cast that really wide net. So I think that's going to be step one. Um, well, step one is going to be figure out what you really are are excited to do, what gets you pumped. If you don't know, that's also okay, right? I'm going to I'm gonna assume right now that we're, you know, like I said, Johnny, you play music and uh, you're into a little bit of tech stuff. So I'm going to say that, that you like music and, and you just want to work in the music industry somehow. So anyway, moving on. Now here comes a tricky conversation. Maybe you got to talk to your parents, right? Um, Johnny's got to talk to his parents and figure out how he can work out something like mom, dad, look, I just graduated high school. I want to, uh, you know, pursue my passions of music somehow. And I don't really know what that looks like yet, but I'm going to work really hard. And this is the key, right? You, You can't say all this and be a bum. And, and uh, you know, you graduate high school and then you bum around all summer um, or, or maybe you take a little break, whatever. You, you, you got to work that out with your parents, right? Hopefully, you've got a supportive um, home life and, and your, your parents will say, hey, look, we're here to, we're here to support. Let's, let's work something out here, right? Again, that doesn't mean you get to bum around and, and sit on your butt. This means you're going to work hard to figure out what, how you can uh, move on, you, you know, move your life forward, right? And so, again, this can look like a million different things, but it might be, you know, this is how I would look at it. Mom and dad, look, I don't have a lot of expenses. Um, I don't really know what I want to do yet. Can I, let me take this next two weeks to really kind of start reaching out to people and start exploring opportunities. Um, and I'm going to go from there. So what I, would, what I would do from there is now think about every possible musical opportunity in my area or in a place that I would like to live. I'm you know, I'm just going to say that I want a, a 20 mile radius of my home, wherever it is, and I'm going to start looking up everything, right? If if I anything that might be vaguely interested in, right? There's a music store, um, teaching music lessons, maybe that's something I want to maybe get into. Um, you found a guitar craftsman, uh, you know, maybe a little farther, 30 miles away. Uh, you, there's five recording studios within a 10 mile radius. There are three concert venues and then two bigger ones that are like, you know, 40 miles away that it wants to do these once a year, huge concerts. I'm just kind of, you know, spitballing here and speaking off the cuff, but now I've, and I compile this list and I compile these contacts and now I've got 50 places within a 20 to 30 to 40 mile radius around our, my house that would be really cool to work with, right? It might not be my ideal job. It might not be exactly what I want to do, but um, it fulfills my kind of in the music industry passion. And you send out 50 different emails. And this is where people also get confused is they'll say, I sent out my applications and no one got back to me. And then I'm like, well, how many applications do you send out? Like, oh, well, I, I reached out to one company, um, another company, I filled out an application, and then like three more, I sent a couple emails. And so, so it'll be like, oh, in the past 
you know, month, I've sent out five emails or, or in the past, even like week or two weeks, I've sent out like five emails or five calls or whatever. I was like, okay, okay this is <laughs> a quality application game, of course, but there's also a game of, of volume, right? And, you know, the whole, if you miss 100% of the shots, you don't miss or you don't take blah, blah, blah. But there's truth to that for sure, right? Um, you got to start taking shots. And so that's 50 emails in like a week that you can pop out, crank out. And then maybe that's more than 50, right? Maybe that's, you know, you email them and then you call their main office and you try to pursue, right? And not, not pester, not, not overdo it. But, you know, you send an email next day, you, you send a phone call. Hey, I just want to follow up to make sure someone got my email. Um, you know, a couple of days later, no one responded. Another email back to, to follow up or something, right? And so you're you're grinding to try to get in contact with people who are decision makers in these various places that you want to be a part of or work at, right? And now here's the offer, right? Here's the here's the things. This is where it also gets kind of gets you can get creative with, right? If there are job applications, if there's a, if there's a opening that says, hey, we're looking for a music assistant, we're looking for a a studio assistant, we're looking for someone to help us set up the concerts for the summer, um, whatever, here's the pay, then cool. Then you can apply directly for that position and you follow up for that position and say, I'm applying for this specific position. If not, though, here's where you know you get creative. Say, hey, I really want to work for your studio. I really want to work for your concert venue. Whatever it is, let me... Um, Nice mic. Thank you. Um, sorry, guys. I'm actually live on TikTok as well. And so we're, uh, yeah, so I'm taking, I got some people on, on our on TikTok watching live right now too. So eventually maybe we'll get some questions and stuff too going. Um, so now it's, oh, what was, I lost my train of thought. Um, oh, I want to work at your concert venue. I want to help you. I want to get involved in this, whatever. I'm going to work for free in exchange for your expertise, or I'm going to work for minimum wage in exchange for um, you teaching me how to, you say it's a recording studio, right? Hey, can I come <laughs> clean your bathrooms once a day and you can teach me how to mix a track? Um, I'm at a concert venue, right? Can you show me uh, the the standards of organizing like the, the check-in process of a concert in exchange for, and, and I'll work for free um, to doing ticket admissions or doing admissions at your next concert, whatever it is, right? You start volunteering yourself and, and this is also where this conversation with your parents comes in handy, right? Like mom and dad, look, and, and so you start, you start kind of putting yourself out there and figuring out what the opportunities and what comes back positive, right? And again, it's not, it's not three emails, it's 50, it's 70, it's 100 uh, calls, emails, um, follow-ups, etc. Again, this game becomes a game of volume and it becomes hard. And this is where you're asking, you know, people kind of also mistake it as I want to try to find the cheat code here. I just want to like put myself out there and, and live the dream life. It's like, well, everyone wants to do that. Right. <clears throat> but if you're asking to live differently, um, you know, you got to work differently too, right? You got to have a different approach here because, or else everyone would be doing it, right? If it's not, if it wasn't hard, everyone's going to be, uh, you know, if it wasn't difficult, everyone gets to just live their dream life. Um, <laughs> man, I got, I got people trolling me in the comments now. Um, so yeah. So anyway, you start putting yourself out there and volunteering your services and saying, what do I have? You know, maybe I, you know, maybe Johnny here, um, is, is a, you know, a healthy, strong young man and he can move a bunch of equipment around. It's like, look, I can, uh, you know, you, you email a band, you start emailing bands that are local, that are 
um, about to go on tour and they're local indie bands and you want to say, hey, can I, you know, help with your backstage? You know, can I move your, set up the drum kits and move the guitars and the speakers and stuff in exchange for you showing me what it looks like to uh, go on tour with the band or whatever or to manage a tour, etc. right? So get creative and like you can really start kind of getting into these opportunities. Or I think it just becomes this really interesting thing where it's like, from my perspective, look, from a gym perspective, I would love it if people message me and be like, hey, can I come watch the gym for free in exchange for, you know, I'll take a free membership, but you can show me the ropes on how like you, um, run X, Y, Z, I don't know, run the gym, whatever it is. And I'd be happy to sit down and, and show someone the ropes in exchange for me getting a couple hours off from the gym. And now they're building experience. And now they say, you can put that on the resume is look, I was a volunteer gym manager or whatever. So there are opportunities out there. It's about you reaching out and trying to find those things. Okay. So I've, babbled on and we're barely into this at all geez um hello hello brooke mclaughlin um so next step next kind of uh thing that all right so so you send out a hundred emails a hundred phone calls whatever it is and now i've got 12 back i've got 10 back i've got maybe five back who knows maybe 10 get back to you six even give you the time of day and two of them are like all right you know what let's chat we actually do need someone my uh, our backstage crew manager just uh, broke his leg and we need someone to help out moving our equipment around or or uh, taking, um, you know, we've got three big concerts coming up. You know, it's a 40 mile drive for you, but you know what? Um, you're going to, you're going to go backstage or you're going to, you're going to do admissions for this concert, right? And you're going to uh, ad- help people with, help, like I said, help run admissions basically. And we'll show you the ropes on concert management, on venue, whatever it is, what, you know, something, build your skills, right? Figure out a skill that you want to start building that you can start adding to your resume and building that leverage for, right? And so you say, you go to your mom and dad now. Here's, here's another kind of an interesting part, right? Go to mom and dad and say, mom and dad, listen, I've got these three opportunities. Um, they don't pay or they pay seven bucks an hour or it's only going to be a couple events or whatever, but I'm going to try to, between the two of them, work, you know, 20 or 30 hours a week, um, basically volunteering, you know, cleaning, doing backstage help, doing admissions at concerts, uh, helping run this tour, whatever it is, right? Can I, are you okay if I kind of, you know, live at home rent-free. I'm super grateful and appreciative of all the support and love you've given me. <laughs> Can I live at home and spend the next uh, three to six months working for free for these guys in order to build up my resume? Now, ideally, your parents say, yes, you know, you go for it. Um, we'll support you. Maybe you can help with more chores around the house. Um, maybe you can, you know, run some errands for us every once in a while. Maybe you can make dinner one, pick up dinner once in a while for us or whatever. And you're like, mom, dad, you know what? Yes, that's amazing. Thank you so much. Um, be grateful, be gracious, whatever. Now alternative, that's like the ideal situation, obviously, because then you can just run with it right now. It's I, you wake up, um, you send more of those emails, you send more of those reaching reach outs. You never stop doing that. That's the thing. You never stop looking for the next opportunities and you're building that leverage. You're building those, building those, um, connections but now you you got something to grind on right you're you're going you're learning how to maybe you're learning how to mix tracks or you're learning how to run concerts or you're learning how to manage a tour whatever it is um and so now that's exciting right and so now you're actually building experience you're building leverage in the music industry um alternatively uh, and and you don't have any money you don't owe anything uh you have no 
financial obligations, you have no big responsibilities, and you can kind of give all your time to doing that. And that's exciting. That's a, a sweet opportunity. Now, alternatively, your parents are like, look, no, uh, sorry, um, <laughs> you got to pay us something, right? You, you, we got, gave you 18 years of free housing. Um, it's going to be 300 bucks to live here, 500 bucks to live here, whatever. And you're like, all right, mom and dad, I respect that. I, you know, maybe you can negotiate, right? They say 800 bucks. You say, I'll give you 500 bucks. Can we, can we negotiate and bring it down? I, I really want to pursue. I have this really cool opportunity I want to pursue. I'm just not going to be making very much money. And I'll, I'll try to get a side job or whatever. It's like, okay, fine. 500 bucks a month, whatever. 300 bucks a month. So you got to get a job, right? You got to go work at Domino's. You got to work at Chipotle. Maybe Chipotle because you can get like solid food there, right? You can you can like get a meal a meal every time you go. So you're saving some money there, <laughs> um, right? So so maybe it's you get a side job and you make some side money so you can pay your parents so you can have live you know live a little um, on the side too. You start. I would you know I would save as much money as possible, pay my pay my rent, um, pay my bills, and uh, and then now grind on the on on mode those off hours that i'm not working um at chipotle or hanging out you know make sure you're hanging with friends make sure you have that healthy lifestyle but now i'm i'm grinding um my my building my resume on the on the other side with the music industry with concerts with uh whatever it is right and so you know that's obviously the more difficult route maybe that's the more difficult option i don't uh, i don't love that i can have almost no experience with me. just kind of like yes Joe, actually, absolutely, man. Um, got some comments saying I became a McLaren mechanic with almost no experience in mechanics. Absolutely. So just got to just got to ask. People are willing to teach, and their people are willing to show you what to do. Um, there are opportunities out there. It's about you know put yourself out there, etc. So those two routes. You got the one where your parents say, "Look, live at home for free and and do your thing." But again, don't take advantage of that. You got to grind. Then the opposite one. Hey, look, you got to pay some money. You got to whatever. Again, be appreciative. Be gracious. Keep. Um, you know, start no tensions and, and uh, be grateful and really try to um, have a good working relationship at home too. Okay, man. So like I said, this is actually more in depth than I expected, which I'm excited for. Um, so you've emailed 100 people, you've gotten a couple opportunities, you start your work, right? you start putting yourself out there. And so now it's a matter of seeing where it goes and starting to, it's kind of a process now of, of doing these things, working um, and building experience and kind of, and, and kind of building your arsenal of knowledge and experience to see what you enjoy doing, what you're good at, what you think you can make money at, right? And you start kind of shaving, right? And, and kind of shaping your future and what you, what you're interested in. And this is cool because there's so many opportunities and so many things just by doing these things, you're going to find out that there are positions, um, in the industry that you didn't even know about, right? Um, or or th passions that you find that you didn't even realize uh, that you didn't realize that you enjoyed, right? Um, I'm trying to think of an example, right? Like maybe there's like a specialty guitar string manufacturer, and they do like all these intense um, scientific testing on types of strings in the lab or whatever, and you all of a sudden get hooked up with the main, one of the manufacturers because you went to the, one of these concerts and you know he was backstage, you started chatting, and he's like, come experiment on these guitar strings with me sometime, right? And you're like, wow, this is amazing, and you find your, you fall in love with that, right? Just as an example, obviously I'm just, just again, just spitballing here, but my point is the more that you start doing things and acting and pushing forward, you start learning things and start trying to... Um, 
we start you just start things start opening up right the opportunity whether it's opportunities your own knowledge your own understanding of how things work and these new opportunities arise it's just how life works when you act when you do things and when you and when you put yourself out there okay so what's the next step so yeah like i said it becomes a cycle of kind of figuring out what you enjoy and i think oh I, I went this route for a little bit i really don't like mixing music but i really like the tour life right so now i'm going to really start pursuing more music on tour i really liked running concerts i really like being at concert venues right so i'm going to really start you know get into into concert management or something like that whatever um and so now let's let's just imagine here i'm going to add one more kind of thing to your plate now look you're 18 years old you have tons of energy you have tons of time you have no response you have no responsibilities um Let's you know take the ideal situation where your parents aren't even required requiring you to pay rent now. Right now, you have so much time and freedom on your hands. Make sure you, make sure you're taking care of yourself mentally, you know, mentally and, and seeing friends and having fun. But also now is the time to grind. Now is the time to try new things and to put yourself out there. Um, and so now say that that little Johnny here also wants to be a musician, right? And that's the the end goal is I want to produce. I want to produce my own music. I want to put my put a cd out there i want to be a be a musical artiste <laughs> and this is where you know even that that more side hustle continues to come in right so you've got you know you're volunteering at concert venues and making connections now this is where you talk about synergies also right if i'm if i'm going to be at music studios helping you know i'm going to swab the decks right mop the floors and clean the toilets for free in, in the in exchange for them teaching me how to mix and produce um right now you're making connections now on the off chance you walk in one day and you meet a famous artist you meet a famous producer you meet a famous music manager now you've, you're building these hookups right and you're, and you're and you're making these this networking connections all this stuff so there's this really good synergy here now too right and so you want to eventually become an actual artist and so now comes this idea now now comes the, the time when you're when you're grinding out music right so you know this isn't i'm going to write a song and produce and put out a song on youtube once a month i'm thinking more like look you write hopefully you're good at writing music and again this is where it comes in you have to understand your know yourself and understand what you're good at where are your talents and where do your um your passions lie if you will or what, what are you actually good at sorry not the passions what are you good at <laughs> what are you talented at if you suck at writing music um, or you're not a good singer, you're not a good instrumentalist, it's going to be a lot harder for you to make it as an art artist, right? So you got to kind of understand that as well. So this is, look, I'm going to start putting out a song a week. Um, I'm going to put a song every three days, and I'm going to post that on YouTube, on Spotify, on TikTok, on SoundCloud, on Instagram, and I'm blasting it everywhere I can and I'm being consistent and I'm writing good quality stuff consistently, right? Because now it's not necessarily that every song is going to blow up, but one song eventually does, right? Or two songs eventually get a few thousand views and it happens to pop in the uh, on the computer of the right person who reaches out to you, who puts you on blast that ends up getting, you know, a million views, right? So you, you just never know how these things kind of work out. But again, it becomes this like volume game of, okay, now I wake up every morning at... 7 a.m. I have my breakfast. I go to work um, at the concert venue, but when I and then I come home, I chill for a little bit, and then I get to writing. And I write from 10 p.m. to 12 p.m. I write for two hours, or 12 a.m. Write and record for two hours, and then go to sleep. And 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 I start grinding that side hustle as well, and building my expertise and my talents, and my audience, 
um, from, a, from a content and media perspective as well. And so now all these things are kind of in motion, right? I've got, I'm building experience, I'm making connections, I'm working in an industry that I enjoy, might not be making a lot of money, but now is the time to not make a lot of money in order to build that foundation to what you're interested in. And you know what? You might get through the six months of this and be like, I hate the music industry. And that's okay. And you got to be okay with understanding that too, right? You got to be like, okay with admitting that, right? Um, not that it's ever too late to change your path, but it just becomes more difficult, right? The farther down the road you get, it becomes a little more difficult and more challenging to change your path, right? So if this is going to be an ass, a, th a thing where, you know, you get through six months and you're like, man, I love playing music, but I do not want to make a career out of it. I do not want to get in, in it for the long run. That's also okay. And you got to kind of understand that and, and be able to admit that to yourself um, and, and, you know, start looking for the next opportunity, right? Um, and there are a million ways to do it, but I'm just kind of giving you, you know, that, that kind of sums up how I would look at this whole situation. Like I said, you're making connections, you're building experience, again, you're working for free or eventually that free position becomes, hey, I'm making 12 bucks an hour um, because now I'm managing the studio, I'm making 15 bucks an hour or whatever. And you start making some money and you can quit your Domino's job to go full-time into you know running the studio. And then you know on weekends, they give it to the studio to you for free to start recording your own music or whatever. So all these opportunities uh, are presenting themselves in that at that point. And then... Again, six months in, mom and dad, look, um, here's where I'm at. And you, you, you do this update, you do this kind of review, and you, you reevaluate what you want. Um, where, where are you at? What have I learned? Uh, what, do I, what have I enjoyed? And what have I not enjoyed? Uh, and you start kind of trimming and, and moving your life uh, and your career path in the direction that you want to go. And you kind of keep doing this and you keep reviewing, right? Um, yeah, I mean... That's kind of what I, how I would think of it, right? And of, of course, from there, so many opportunities have, have arisen, hopefully. Um, but the thing is that so many possibilities, I guess, exist at this point to where it's like, I can't really tell you <laughs> what path um, you're going to take at, at, that, at that point or where little Johnny's going after that. But hopefully after, you know, six months, a year, maybe it takes longer, you guys. Um, and, and it's consistent emails and calls and reaching out and networking the right opportunity emerges, you end up with a full-time position um, doing something that you really enjoy. That's that's kind of the hope. And you know what? If not, that's okay too. You know, six months in, um, like, man, I have no leads. I'm still working for free. I'm burnt out. I need a job. At that point, you just take a job. You you find something to pay to, to start making some money, um, to start figuring out, you know, it's not your dream job. It's not what you love to do. It's again, it's Chipotle, it's Domino's, whatever. It's Walmart. It's not your ideal situation, but you just start making some money, right? And then you're, and then you're thinking on the side. You're side hustling. Maybe you're still, you still want to be an artist. You start putting, you're still putting out music, that kind of thing. Um, but now you're actually making some money, building yourself a foundation for life, whatever. But that's kind of how I would look at it. That's how I would approach things. If those were my passions, those were my interests. And I was starting over kind of fresh out of high school. I didn't want to go to college. I wasn't sure what I was going to do. Um, that's kind of how I would look at it, guys. And I, I don't know what you think of this conversation. I don't know what you think of this kind of topic. Uh, but I think it's kind of cool. I think it was kind of fun um, discussing this very theoretical situation. But also a very real situation. You know, I, I'm, I would love if a person uh, named Johnny reached out to me after this and was like, hey, I just graduated high school. I like music. And... 
um, I'm going to do exactly this. I'll be like, holy smokes, that'd be, that'd be, that'd be wild. Even if your name isn't Johnny, reach out and let me know if this is, if this applies to you guys. Um, anyway, thank you for listening guys. Um, let me know what the next situation is that you want. There are some, honestly, that was the easiest one because <laughs> again, you're starting from scratch with no very little, you know, actual financial burdens. Um, no, or, or, or financial obligations rather, I don't want to say burdens, um, no financial obligations, no very little responsibilities. Now, that's the easy one, right? You're, you're starting off, you're living at home, whatever. Switch gears and you have a mortgage, you've got two or three kids, you've got a, you know, a 401k and life insurance. It becomes a lot more difficult now to switch, completely switch your career and start pursuing what, something you want to do. Not impossible. Um, I mean, we, we did it. Uh, I mean, we made the move, we made the leap. We went from you know, I was what, 27 at that time, 26 or 27, uh, had a mortgage, um, had a good job, a good paying job with life insurance and benefits and all this delicious, uh, <laughs> you know, adult things, but I was miserable and I hated what I did. Um, and we made the switch, you know, it was, it was very difficult and now life, life is good now. Um, but it was really, really difficult. It was a really hard situation and we had to kind of reverse engineer it, kind of hack life for a little bit. And took him some big sacrifices, but um, as Dave Ramsey says, I'm gonna bu- butcher his his uh, thing to to live like no one else. Wait, oh, <laughs> to live like no one else, you have to live like no one else, something like that. So it's like you know the idea is that right? If you you have these, you're asking to live in a whole different lifestyle basically than most people. Um, then you got to be ready to work in a different manner and and sacrifice in a different manner that other people are wor- willing to do. And so that's where it becomes a really interesting conversation and kind of like a look in intrinsically um, and see, you know, what am I willing to do to work in a way to, to get to pursue what I want to do every day. Um, and so, yeah, anyway, before I ramble too, too long, holy smokes, that was a 34 minute conversation, guys. Um, how did I do that? Um, I definitely thought that was gonna be like 10 minutes. <laughs> So thank you guys for listening to the end. If you listen to the end, I hope that I inspired somebody here uh, to at least start looking at the next their opportunities and their options and giving you some ideas and some game plans. If you guys have more specific questions and you guys want me to brainstorm with you, reach out. Maybe I can, if you give me your situation, I might actually uh, throw you throw your situation on the podcast and kind of talk it through with you um, and kind of go from there. But anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. We will talk to you next time. Peace.